welcome back to another episode of Vag Dialogues. I'm your host, Claire Sampson, and today we're lucky enough to have two lovely ladies to join us. Woo! Oh, hey there. I have Summer. Hello. Who has been an occasional guest on some of our other shows, and Vicki. What up, what up? Who is semi-new. I believe you joined in on one of our, like, moshy ones a while back. I got dragged into one of those. Yeah, was, <laughs> on uh, Tailgate. On Tailgate. There you go, yes. Yep. So, welcome. Um, since you guys are both new to this show, we're going to take you through, like, our normal, like, array of questions that we ask new people in order to bring them on. Um, since Vicky looks terrified, <laughs> we're going to start with Summer first, at least on the first question. Do you remember when we met? Yes. Uh, we met here. Okay. Um, and I believe the first thing you did was offer me a shot because it was a party. And I was like, yes. This woman is beautiful <laughs> in many ways, and yeah, that was the first experience. Really, I I wish I remembered exactly when I met you, but I don't. It was several several minutes, hours into a party, so I'm I sure. don't expect you to... <laughs> I assume I'd been drinking. Yes. Exactly. Um, Sampling your own shots. Probably, or drinking something else. Yeah. Um, so, that's always how it goes. Would you like to partake or say something? No, nah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> A uh, quiet have, penis in the corner. We have some penis gallery tonight. <laughs> Woo! As Take well. that back. We just have vaginas. <laughs> right. uh, do you remember when we met, Vicky? I do. I came up to you and told you I've been to your house before you. Yes, I remember that's, this too. That's what creepy. it was. <laughs> no. Well, because I hadn't been drinking yet. No. Huge plus. And um, it wasn't long ago. That helps. No. Yes. And I was like, wow, that is a ballsy pledge. Most pledges I don't do, talk. They I do have terrified. some serious lady balls. They yeah. drag sometimes. Hey. If I'm feeling myself, they just they just drag on the sidewalk. Hey, That's good. whatever works for you. I appreciate a pair of low-hanging tanglers. Mm-hmm. Gives you something to do. Yeah. Juggle a little. Yeah, you get a little arm workout. How do you think right. I was so good at soccer? I had my own balls to just practice with every once right. in a while. Just dribble a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, Summer, what fact about you surprises people the most what is in your life or part of you that no one else would ever guess whenever I tell people that my little sister's name is spring (laughs) it'll never fail it's nothing I did but every time people are like what 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 no one believes it and then it's followed by a myriad of stupid questions like is your father old man winter were your parents hippies do they smoke weed I'm just like yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to all of the things. All the yes. Things. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's the only thing people are actually surprised at me by. I actually remember when that happened. Yeah. What's your question? I went to high school with a girl named Summer and her mom was named Rainy. I know where it comes that, from. That's a we also get things like that. Comment. People Penis have to tell again. me about, like, oh, I, I knew someone named Winter once, or I met in Autumn one time, or I've known four summers. And I'm like, okay, thanks, that's awesome. When I found out your sister's name was Spring, I was like, what'd your parents do? Name your sister Autumn? And you're like, no, Spring. I was like, really? Yep. <laughs> so, oh, no matter what a significant thing I'll do in my life, that will be the something that surprises most people. Yes. So, Miss Vicky, then, same question to you. What fact about you surprises people the most? I don't know. What do you think? Like, what do you think surprised you the most? Like, what fact about me surprised you the most? I like how she's turning the question back around. I know, right? Um... Uh, probably that on the inside you're a uh, black woman. Rhonda. Rhonda. Bringing her out. <laughs> yes. Like, I think at you, first you glance you look, so like, <laughs> so cute and That's innocent. That's that grape drink, though. That's a good you know, stuff. You know what Rhonda's kryptonite is? Chick's named Holly. What? 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 Oh, come on. 
Don't forget the UFC reference. How they don't get the oh, Ronda Rousey. Okay, got it, got what? it. It sounded a lot funnier in my Don't head. make me. Yeah. I'll be suicidal. I'm there already. No, I, I think you come across, like, at first, like, bubbly, cute little blonde that's really fun and sweet, and then, like, Ronda comes out, and you're like, whoa. Bring it up, bitch. Right? Yep. I can do that. That's okay. I think it's just because you're a strong personality, and that's a good thing. We, we like strong people here. Yes. Especially strong feminine power. Right? It's a thing. It's a really good thing. Yeah, yeah, the riveter, exactly. Um, so then the next question is, uh, what is your passion? Is anyone want to start? Or I can call on one of you. I'll go. I mean, I, I've, I think it's been me, me, then Vicky, me, then Vicky. So. Okay. Um, makeup, obviously. I love makeup. I love doing makeup, special effects, anything with it. Buying lip gloss gives me pure happiness in life. Um, and sex. Do you want a makeup shop for me? Yes! Okay, good, because I'm clueless on what to buy. This yeah. is fun okay, to do. You can do that for me. Yes. It's a very fun thing. Yeah. Stop. I love it. I know what you're doing behind me. So, <laughs> really just makeup, makeup, and makeup and sex. Like, those are... I love to talk about sex almost as much as I love to talk about makeup. Mm-hmm. Whenever you can combine them. Makeup, sex. Also love, fun. Yeah, also okay. fun. Right? So, those are, those are my two passions. And I do like reading, but... So. But, but, but makeup but, and sex first. Makeup and sex first. Fair yeah. Enough. I agree with the sex part. Right? It's definitely a good hobby. It's um, a wonderful hobby. Right? I can't it think is. of a better one. No. And dancing. And dancing? Yes. I dance all the time. Yeah? Even when there's no music. Is that like your secret passion? Something it you is. really love to do? Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Because like, um, one of my passions is singing. Like, I sing all the time. Like, to a point of, I'm sure, annoyance and exhaustion. But... Well, I mean, I, I did the... I, I refuse to sing. I'm totally the opposite. So I, I won't sing, and nobody can really get me to sing, but I'll dance. And so, like, I was super upset when I graduated high school just because I had to leave dance. Yeah. Because I would dance literally, like, almost two-thirds of my year mm-hmm. that I was in school. So, I mean, missing dance. So then I go to, like, country bars and do line dancing. That's Some boots, goon, boogie. Oh no idea <laughs> uh yeah we should do girls night out there by the way sometime soon um, i'd love Wednesday to Wednesday nights ladies night drinks are 250 okay god i love the suburbs Santa <laughs> owes me for that by the way yeah i just promoted them so right, right. so so give us the dollar dollar bills yep. yes all right cool well then the next thing is we always find out here what people would do on the compound. And for the listeners at home who are first joining us or for those that don't know or don't remember, the compound came across a few years ago talking with some of my my cheeky friends and we decided that our husbands were idiots and we should move to a compound <laughs> where the men could be sequestered and the women could be sequestered and then like we could meet up for sex. Yeah, However, it has evolved from there and then like we've decided like People will have to sleep in certain rooms, like the snorers will all sleep in a room together. People that wake up early can sleep in the same room. And then, along with this, people have to have a task. If you're going to be on the compound, you have to have a job. So what is your job on the compound? I'm going to run the brothel. You're going to run the brothel? Yeah. I'm going to be the madam, so I'll be in charge of, of theme days and... and so, so, but... Um, so that would assume, though, that we have hookers of some sort, or are women of the night. Yes. So maybe you can just make sure that everyone's getting laid properly? I could do that. I could be, like, the, 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 the sex ed counselor. There you uh, go. But not, like, sex ed. Like, in more in the sense of, like, here's a fun position to try. Like, you know. The guru. Right, yeah. Like, make sure that, you know, you go down on your woman if she goes down on you. Like, things that are important. Right. What type of vibrators to get. And then makeup. 
There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to be doing our makeup. Yes. So. That's wonderful. So, Vicki, what would you be doing? I'm going to work part-time. I'm going to work part-time for her. Work part-time for her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll One design, of my women of the night. I'll right. design the website. <laughs> You're going to design... I got, the, I got the computer science part of the entire... The, the entire thing. I could take over. I can set up the network. Oh, I can give us good Wi-Fi. We, need wifi. we do need Wi-Fi. You guys, right. I, best connection. Everyone will have their own. Because just that we're living on the compound doesn't mean we can't leave or do other fun things. Right. Exactly. Well, and so, I'm going to have to be able to online order from Sephora or Ulta. Or in, in, in Amazon. Which yeah. Obviously. And Wish. Wish. Yeah. Wish. It's been my thing lately. <laughs> Wish yeah. is, is a wonderful slash terrible thing. Um, for those that don't know, Wish is a fun-filled app where you order things from China for super cheap. Yep. My I'm wearing one of them now. Yep, I have some sticky cups I got for like the bathroom that you put like um, toothpaste and stuff in, and then what the else? The little did I green egg-looking ones that stick on the walls. Yeah, I got white ones though because they come in four different colors. So I got white ones, and then um, this lovely hoodie that Summer is wearing because it was a little too small across the shoulder. I was so too scared to, her. to get stuff like that because it's always too small. Right. Yeah. All um, I see is too small. I I, I went up. I should have gone up one more size. Yeah. I went up a size. I should have gone up two. And um, it's the girl that short told me. me about it said the same thing. But. Oh, well, you know, it's a gamble. I paid, like, eight bucks for it. Oh, not bad. Right, exactly. It's so comfy. So I'll, I'll let you know how my boot stand-o-ruppers go. I got oh, some the boots. little ones? Yes, that... I got some I boot hookups. I was tempted. All these fun I things. I don't pay more than $3 for that, and mm. no more than a dollar for shipping. They were two a piece, so with shipping. So a dollar and then a dollar shipping. So they were $2 a piece, so I got, like, six of them. That's awesome. And they, they are a thing that goes sticks in your boots so they stand up straight and don't get bendy and cracked. Let me know how that works. I will. Because they're still on there. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I've wish. been on there every single day. Excellent. <laughs> it's hard to quit. I got some... I, I'm excited. I'm download I, got that some, app now. I got some kitty so, earrings. Uh, I warn you now, if you download it, you're going to be the whole time going, oh my god, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, but you get a free item when you first, like, join. Yes. So, make a wise decision. Because mm -hmm. they'll trick you. So, I thought I was getting something really expensive. Like, one of the more expensive items? No. My, my item was a dollar. Yes, I think everything they show you at first is one of their dollar items. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was like, I missed out on like a 2 or $3 one, you know, but that's okay. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for my bracelet I also got a uh, play yard for little kids to come over that folds completely flat. I think I spent $8 on that, but like I can never find, I would never find anything close to that for that price. No. No, not going to happen. All right, well, our last question is one of the most important questions ever. Which is, what do you want in your Chipotle burrito? And before you answer, I'm going to have to side note, I'm a little sad with all of the controversy around Chipotle. It's starting to lose my heart a little bit. I know. It hasn't stopped oh, me. That's nope. okay. It hasn't stopped me either. But it's right I across digress. the street from work for me, and I'm super excited because I work in the Sears Tower. Yeah. So I just go down the elevator, walk across the street, and then walk back. 15 minutes, I'm back. Thank Beautiful. you for calling it the Sears Tower, by the way. It just, is the Sears I did. Tower. Thank it will you. forever be the Sears Tower. I just appreciate that. So what do you eat at Chipotle? Um, burrito or burrito bowl, but uh, brown rice, black beans, steak, sour cream, cheese, corn, and guac. Mmm, what do you eat? Well... You're going to judge. I'm waiting for the judgment. The judgment. I just yes. watched your significant other pour ranch on top of rice and corn. True story. Yeah. And I didn't kick him out. He has my heart, though. It's okay. <laughs> he likes you. It's all He's good. easily happy. All you do is whatever you make, you just put ranch on it, and then he's happy. <laughs> what, what else can a woman want? I know, right? But that's things like that is why we need the compound. Right? See? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. He looks kind of strong. He can probably lift heavy shit. Yeah. See? There you go. No, I don't know why he wants to be the accountant. Mm -hmm. Flavor. Flavor. I don't know. Make him chop wood. Yep. But, uh, Shirtless. Shirtless. I did. 
god. <laughs> I've seen it. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, Next time, Snapchat video. Right? Okay. It's your duty. I'll do it. It's your duty. As, if you as date a human. someone that hot, like, you have to share with the world. I'll look at Blake it, Lively I'll and Ryan jeans and, like, get the, like, the red, uh, what is Suspenders? Suspenders? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All out. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're a beautiful woman. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag this is why we're friends. Um, but on my Chipotle, I, I decided to cut the calories. I didn't realize how many calories a um, tortilla, a tortilla is. It's yes. like 400 or something, I'm isn't sorry. It? Yes, I know. I should not have said that. <laughs> but, yeah, it had like three or 400 calories. It's and crazy. Like, okay, fine. I can get rid of it. So I get mm-hmm. the bowl because I figured out right. that I like to shake the bowl up. So that I way all the ingredients mm-hmm. go everywhere. I'm a shaker. But you also get more in the bowl, which yes. means in the end it outweighs the calories for the burrito. The burrito's actually less calories in the bowl. Ah, uh, you haven't heard what I put in my bowl yet. Okay. It doesn't make, it makes a big difference for me. Yeah. I get white rice, chicken, sometimes I get steak, but sometimes I don't want to pay the extra 50 cents for it. Depends on my day. If it's like a pay, like a paycheck week, I'll, I'll go crazy, but if not, then we'll stick it out with the chicken. Um, cheese, lettuce, sour cream... That's about it. It's no reason to I make fun chips. of you. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone's like, what happened to your burrito? I mean, your burrito bowl, did you eat half it already? It's like not full. You didn't get anything on it. Well, sorry. You got stuff in there. Yeah. Like rice and chicken in there. Right? Yeah. And you put more than just cheese on it. Rice, chicken, and cheese is the saddest bowl ever. That is the saddest bowl ever. That is the saddest bowl ever. Yeah. I, I like so it's much like stuff It's like a womp bowl. I mean, I only add lettuce and sour cream to that, though. Put all the veggies on mine. That's how you know we're different, because <laughs> Summer had corn on hers, <laughs> no. where I have all of the vegetables. It's too hot. The, the, yes. The fajita veggies are not hot, nor is the mild salsa. The corn is it not is. hot either. Corn is, is not hot either. No, it's not. It's hot. For me, it is, yes. It's spicy. That too. <laughs> it's like... It's... I can't even eat hot Cheetos. Like, that's how... I don't like hot Cheetos. I don't like hot Cheetos. Like, flaming hot Cheetos, I don't get the appeal. I don't either. Everyone don't at Mac too. loved them like they were crack, and I was just like, I don't get it. I'm glad I'm not going to Mac to get my makeup done, because you imagine, like, if someone that eats a lot of hot, flaming hot Cheetos touching your face? <laughs> that's actually, like, a real problem, and, like, the girls, like, have, like, wet wipes and, like, would, like, wipe off and stuff like that, or, like, one girl ate, I'm not even kidding you, with gloves. So that way she didn't get Cheetos on her hand. Seriously, that'd be horrible. That's how I eat Garrett's popcorn. <laughs> oh, popcorn here? No, Garrett's, Garrett's. popcorn. Oh, Garrett's popcorn. Like cheesy yeah. popcorn, like that gets on your hands forever. I like the Chicago mix. The yep. Chicago mix. Chicago mix. That's the only way to eat it. Oh, so good. God, I'm hungry now. Didn't we just eat dinner? We yep. Did. Why oh. didn't you have me these little York peppermint patties? Hashtag fail. All right, cool. Well, le- thank you all for sharing your your fun filled life story so far. Uh, we'll get going on our topic for the day. For those that may not have seen. The Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition is coming out soon, and they've caused quite a controversy because, heaven forbid, they put on a woman that is not a size 2. And I'm actually going to throw props out there to Sports Illustrated. I feel in the last few years they have they have really been going away from the stick figure. This is not like the first time where they've not put a size 2 on there, mm-hmm. but this is awesome. Have you seen the picture? Both of you seen the I picture? I think so. Yeah. I'll pull it up. It's on my Facebook and she's a size 16, and the, the, I'll tell you what I like about it, and then y'all can share. I like that this woman is, that is her size. She is not a 16 that should be a 10. She's not a, a 20 that has anorexed herself down to a 16. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, that is her body weight, her body shape. Coming from someone that has a big frame, 
I'm never going to be a size two. I'm never going to be a size 10. I'm not even going to be a 12. You know, like it's just not going to happen no matter how much weight I were to lose. And it's awesome to see different body shapes, shapes, body shapes and body types out there that, you know, all women are beautiful and that's what we should be focused on as opposed to like, well, my body is better than your body. It's more like diversity is good. That's what I like about it. Anyone else have an opinion? I still feel like she looks like edited. Like, I I mean, of course it's edited Mm because they change everything these days, but like, I still feel like she still, she doesn't represent the size 16 like most size 16s are. It's like she looks like one of those rare occasions of a size 16 that like can pull it off. Oh, really? To I think, me. I, I think because she's, like, she still is a model, though. So, like, that is, I mean, that's her job. She's a model. So, she is going to be, like, this girl hits the gym probably more than your average 16, size 16 girl. Mm-hmm. You know, as someone, for me, I balance between a 16 and an 18. Mm-hmm. Like, I think 14 is the lowest I can, I, that would be my healthy weight, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but she, she looks like, like, when I first saw the picture, the first thing I thought was like, oh my God, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing I thought is like, that's the picture I want to have motivation, like posted mm-hmm. up on like in front of my treadmill as I'm running and stuff like that. Like that says to me, look how good I can look if I put the effort to be in shape, not thin and diet and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like she works out like, right. you know, I'm never going to be five two, so I'm never going to be right. that person. I'm five two. Right. But she's toned because she clearly yeah. does stuff. Like she takes care of her body. Yeah. She's, she's also yeah. tanned too, which makes her look more fit than us pale girls. Well, I come from big stock too, in general. Like mm-hmm. my mom and my sister are not stick figures. Like my sister at her thinnest has been a 14. Um, one of my best friends, um, like the chick looks smoking at a 12, but she's got a bigger frame and she's got an hourglass figure and like her stomach's completely flat. Like she doesn't look like that. And I think that's where like my frustration comes in with clothes shopping is like so much of plus size is cut for very overweight people as opposed to bigger body frames. And that can get really frustrating shopping. Cause like I go shopping and everything's got, you know, an armpit that goes down below my bra or it's got this huge, the waist is like 4,000 feet long, nothing, you know, like swimming in fabric. But if I try to go down a size, then it doesn't fit. So that's my frustration. Yeah. But see, I'm coming from like the opposite side of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm at my biggest and I'm a 12. But yeah. my sister and my mom, my mom's a six and an eight. And then my mm-hmm. sister is juniors, like double zero. Okay. Maybe she's at a one now, mm-hmm. but like, you know, for me going up, to this size, I still feel like she pulls off that size better than, you know, and I'm a smaller size, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's, like, specifically the size, but it's just, like, the way she's toned, it doesn't look, I mean, we're making progress towards, right. you know, fitting more women, but it's just, like, it's still, yeah. I mean, it's just because I haven't been at the gym in a long time. But um, I had a really good friend in college who was teensy tiny, super teensy tiny, and she gained so much weight I didn't recognize her. And at that size, she was a 10. Because she's such a small person. And there's just, like, this whole... I, have you ever seen the things on the internet where they're like, this is what 150 pounds looks on, like on different people? And yeah. it's that whole thing, and, like, it, it, that's what made, that's the one thing I don't like about it is that it's a thing that she's a 16. Yeah. Does, does that num, that number shouldn't matter? It shouldn't mm-hmm. matter that she's a different... You know, you can point out that she's a different shape and that they're embracing the fact that there's diversity out there. Right. But no, we have to talk about the number. And, yeah. you know, like, what's overweight to one person is not to another. Like, that's, like I said, with the whole, like, 
the size 18 is cut for someone that should be a size 8 that's yep. overweight. That's right. a different person. And so, like, that's where the number game just, like, yeah, technical term. <laughs> and I was sharing with you earlier, someone posted on my Facebook page who I know from, like, her pictures and stuff like that. Like, I know she's she's bigger and she's also a little shorter, too. Mm-hmm. So that, that fits differently, um, which is what a lot of the clothes, like, you're right, are... Um, almost like cut for it seems like right. but for her she said she was like I don't think she's like 16 isn't big at all she's like that sold in normal sizes mm-hmm. and I was like where do you shop because I'll go there in a heartbeat um, so I think that what it found interesting is because it showed what was different than what we normally like see as the stock photo plus size model mm-hmm. it just showed different versions of it and I think the more you see that the more diversity will get into where maybe it won't be a number like mm-hmm. um well and like torrid models torrid models and they have some beautiful models and i'm gonna talk about two things with torrid and lane bryant who are some of the biggest forefronters in plus size clothing so torrid has done like the online model search and i don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the woman that was chose was somebody that also that is overweight torrid also tends to have many overweight models as opposed to toned models as opposed to Lane Bryant who tends to pick a larger framed person that's more toned they kind of go more towards the traditional however Lane Bryant's clothes are cut for the overweight person which I think is very frustrating yeah because they are really cut for someone that's overweight so it's kind of like confusion like you look at the stuff on the model and then you go and try it on and you're like this is not the same top um whereas Torrid does that and that's one thing I do like about Torrid where like they embrace their customers to try things on and they'll share photos that other people might very well go, that's a fat girl in it, or she doesn't look good. But that girl in the picture feels good about herself because it is the best she's ever looked. And that's awesome that Tords will do that. That yeah. they are really embracing multiple styles. Right now, I feel though they're kind of pushing on the, we're just going to focus on the overweight girl as opposed to the different shapes, which I like about the hashtag I'm no angel yeah. with Lane Bryant, which is like one of my favorite slogans. I saw Dove did a really, like, mm-hmm. good thing mm-hmm. not too long ago, too. There was a big controversy yeah. around that, though, too, on the Dove. There the was Dove something one. up with the Dove one. I don't remember what it was, but there was a big controversy about, like, it really wasn't as much as they thought it was. Yeah, I don't remember the controversy around it. I remember hearing a rumble, but... Yeah, a rumble, but that was about it. But Dove kind of did the same thing of, like, everybody um, yeah. embrace a thing and, or, you know, everybody embrace who you are and be all these beautiful skin they did a and if i remember correctly too they like showed women in their skin and yes it was good lighting or they right. black and white stuff but it was about embracing your your inner beauty there have been a couple like blogs too like a lot around motherhood mm-hmm. where women taking pictures with their children sh- naked showing their scars and their stretch marks yes. and like everybody's beautiful kind of thing mm-hmm. which is good and to be comfortable in yourself i think is really the bigger message yeah I mean, look at Barbie for the first time ever. Barbie's coming in different sizes. Mm-hmm. Like, how many years did that take even, too? Like, it's it's small steps, but even still, you look at all those Barbies, and I'm like, like, their curvy Barbie is not as curvy. Like, You know what's funny about the Barbie thing is I don't have a problem with the way Barbie looked before. And having a daughter, you think I would, but my thought on it was Barbie wasn't... At least for my, at least for me, when I was growing up, I wasn't. I never wanted to be Barbie. I wanted to. It was a play thing to play. I wanted. To, she was a character for me. Yeah. Not a, an apparition of myself. Yeah. Same here. She was so like. I wanted to play with a pretty doll, not an ugly doll. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, that's usually why I tended to go towards the ones that I did, was I wanted the pretty one, not necessarily a representative of myself, but it, I, playing with Barbie didn't make me go, oh, I don't look like Barbie, I must not be worth it. Yeah, know. but then that also, like, brings up the concept, and I've learned this with my econ, or mm-hmm. in, not econ, in my ethics class, is that that's our image of pretty, though. Right. And that's where, I mean, that's mm-hmm. where, and it starts with young girls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, same, there's this thing about, oh, if a boy, um, like, if a boy, like, hits you or pulls your hair, mm-hmm. he's just, he just likes you. And that's where, like, certain things like that, mm-hmm. people are starting to bring those topics up as, as things, yeah. because it's just like, oh... If she's the image of pretty, then mm-hmm. if I don't look like Barbie, then she's then I'm not pretty. You bring up a good point, like a couple good points on that. Um, there were a couple things out this year as well about like what girls that were sent home because their war- wardrobe was considered inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. And that makes me very angry and always has. This is one of my problems with some of the fundamentalists out there as well that you know women have to dress a certain way because men will be tempted, not because of right. their own thing. It's because men will be tempted. <laughs> Um, and there was a, one girl that wrote an excellent, excellent article about how, you know, she was, she's the one that was super punished for it because of right. what someone else might think. She right. missed school. She didn't get to get an education because another boy w- was, might not concentrate. How is that right. her problem? And right. that's, and that's another thing yeah. too, with my major being computer science, mm-hmm. that's a big controversy with my field, especially because I mean, our field is between like. I think 10 and 14% women. Right. And, um, and, and their teacher brought up a good point too. We have a female teacher mm-hmm. and she asked one of me, me, and I'm one of two girls in the class. And she's like, well, has anyone, I mean, even at this level said anything to you or, mm-hmm. you know, put you down because you're a girl in, in the major or whatever. And, you know, they do it all the time. And that mm-hmm. brings up a big, you know, the whole feminism, right. Bring up a whole another topic is that, you know, I get put down in my field all the time. Mm-hmm. People tell me that, you know, me and the two other girls in class won't make nearly as much as the smartest boy in class. Right. So, I mean, it's, well, it's it brings up issues, I mean. Well, and unfortunately that they, statistic is still true. Right. Oh, yeah. And then it's harder, too, because it's actually, there's, uh, that if oh, you're a woman and you marry up, you'll move up. But if you're a woman and you marry down, no. you'll move down. You know, in the economic scale and there's some things that we should always strive for better, but there's other things that we have to accept and roll with the punches, I feel, too. Yeah. And some of that is, you know, we have to want more and want better for ourselves. And often when you think, like, marrying down, I'm sure there's the, you know, the, the, the we, we think the fairy tale of marrying down of, you know, this the girl, the rich girl, you know, meets the, the you know, the, the Jack yeah. and uh, Rose Titanic story. Right. But how many of us know that for real? How many of our girlfriends that are dating... It's an urban legend. That are, ...that are dating down are dating an awesome dude? Yeah. Most of them aren't. Most of them are dating not nice dudes. Right. And not nice guys. And so we need to work on, you know, not only our self-esteem for our girls, but, you know, teaching our, our, our boys to be respectful of them as well. Right. Now, would, would you Back. consider marrying down between, between you and I? Would you consider... What would that be for you? I'm dragging you into this. We're talking about like socioeconomic standing. So, but I would is You're, one of you really higher in, in social class at this point? Like growing, you're both growing like growing up. Like you guys both are both on the same thing. Like growing up. Well, like, you're talking about a suburban white girl, right? And a redneck white boy. But we're talking like 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 what you were like. Okay, 
Parents well, made the same incomes. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, what lived, did you have? Lived differently. Well, that's but you made the same circumstances. But right. it's like blue collar, white collar too. Yeah, it's definitely situation. blue collar, white collar. Oh, My dad right. worked a lot harder to get the money that he did versus Understandably. I feel in this situation. Right. Well, you know, and more of it's like, and that's yes, you're correct, but at the same time, by by marrying up, marrying down, yeah, it's like we're, you're, we're talking. You're, you're talking social, steps here. Social class, I still feel we're in the same. You guys are, yeah, st- yeah. Most of us are, you like, know, like first base. Middle, third we're, base. we're we're most like we're mostly in the middleish like, range, you know. Right. There might be a little lower middle. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Not yet. I'm, I'm working on it. Oh, you know, yeah. we're gonna be, we're, we're gonna be higher middle right. ten yeah. years from now. But I think it's a difference, <laughs> like, hope, right? Yeah. Like between, like you know, the you know the. The penthouse apartment marrying the redneck, the but yeah, to like a mobile home, on, right? On, on, uh, blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like that's those are things you don't you don't hear you don't you don't see, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I kind of want to touch back to what you were talking about with the like your major and stuff like that, and that ties back to like STEM and everything. Yep. Um, yes. So I don't know if either of you watch. Well, you have kids. So I don't know how much you watch, but um, Girl Meets World on Disney Channel. I watched it once, and okay. then I stabbed myself in the eye. Well, I would give it another chance if I were you, okay. but um, I've been watching it because I'm a big Boy Meets World fan, and I literally just watch it for that, but they had an episode that was really great that focused 100% on STEM, which for a Disney Channel um, TV show is A, great, because there are so many young girls watching that, right. and two, but the, the interesting part of the episode that I liked is the professor um, proposed a science project, and he said... One of the partners has to drop a ball in the water. Uh-huh. The other partner has to come back the next day to figure out what happened to it. Mm-hmm. So one just drops a ball. That's it. The other one does. And he paired them up specifically boy-girl. And it was as they were figuring out the episode, like the main character or whatever, uh-huh. Corey's daughter, you know, was like, well, why do I have to be the one to drop the ball? And when it came time for clap for like them all to drop the ball at the same time, it was only girls. Mm-hmm. All the guys were the ones that did it. So the whole episode was about, like, changing that perspective and, like, the fact that, like, these are seventh graders, or seventh, yeah, I think seventh mm-hmm. graders, maybe, who all, like, automatically in their role, like, mm-hmm. that's when seventh, that's when girls drop out of science and stuff. Yeah. And math. And just, it was, it was a very powerful episode to see, like, my sister and I were live texting about it, um, because we were so proud to see something that promoted... And and at, and at school, we, mm-hmm. we do have a program, and it's called Girls Create with Tech, and we do target the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. It's for those girls specifically to keep them involved in it. And there are a lot of girls, and there are a lot of programs out there that, that keep them involved with with stuff that they like, too. So I know there was an easy programming, like a, like a way for them to learn how to program using Frozen characters. Or they created robots with Raspberry Pis and they made them into minions. So, like, they're, they can re- relate to, like, current things they like, but then it also involves a lot of tech stuff, right. too. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, got, I have two things. I got really lucky in that my mom was a wonderful person that told us to, that every day we were smart and beautiful all at the same time. And so... Uh, I've apparently been very blessed with antibody dysmorphia. I think I'm way hotter than I am. So I'm very lucky. You're pretty that. hot. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I now have a daughter. And I want her to think she's smart and beautiful no matter what. And I, the push to it. I don't think everything has to be equal or androgynous. 
I don't think we have to necessarily have to have equality on everything and that if someone picks to be more feminine, that it's a problem or that someone picks to be more masculine, it's a problem. We just need to, you know, kind of do the acceptance as much as possible. And I think we're going to see the science thing change drastically. And I'm going to use my daughter as an example. So Mara has not known a world without a touchscreen. She has not been exposed to life without it. My five-year-old plays Minecraft because her brother plays Minecraft. You know, like, she picks up on the, the technical aspects and has from the beginning. She is getting exposure to this stuff way before any of us ever did. Even, like, sure. you know. Even me. I wasn't yeah. exposed to it probably. Like, I got my first cell phone in fourth grade, and that was, like, one of those Virgin Mobile prepaid little brick things. Right, exactly. It wasn't like it was a, a super electronic. And right. same thing with, like, video games. Yes, they've become more and more and more popular, but, like, I mean, come on, guys. I, my five-year-old holding an Xbox. <laughs> you know? Right. Connor had an Xbox when he was five, and Mara got one when she was three because we played past the, the Xboxes around and her DVD player broke. So, you know... Right. And it wasn't really a career, too, when we were yeah. kids. Like, you didn't yes. think about growing up wanting to design for Nintendo. It right. was, like, super smart people designed for Nintendo. Like, right. you, like... You now didn't know it was a thing, an right. attainable goal. Right. Yeah. It was like a, a, a nerd thing as opposed to, like, now being a video game designer, like, mm-hmm. ITT Tech advertises for it. Like, right. And, and what you just brought up, too, is a good point, is most girls are shied away from it because of, you know, I want to be the cool girl. I want to be, you know, popular and this and that. But the whole idea of people being in technology as, quote-unquote, nerds, that's what draws girls away from it. And there was a study that showed... Um, all girl, it was a mix of girls and guys in a room that looked super nerdy. And then there was, uh, there was another room and it was just designed with like neutral colors and girls performed better on those science and technology tests in the neutral room than they did in the, in the more nerd-like room just because of the setting they were in. Did you know women have become the number one demographic in video games? Between, I think it's 22 and 35, mm-hmm. or 18 and 20, 35 or something, something like I can't remember the date. Women have become that because it's become more socially acceptable, and yeah. it's just going to continue to be more so. So, for example, like, um, Mara is going to be the coolest girl in school because she can sit down and play video games. She is. Yeah. It's going to be a thing because, you know, it's like now that um, uh, comic books have become popular. The nerdy things have become, become the popular. cool things. Right. Yeah. And right. that makes such a difference now that that has yeah. changed. And so you're right. Good. I bet we will see an uptick in it in younger. I'm I'm curious to like now pay more attention to like when I have my own kids eventually. But even watching Mara, like to see what she. Oh yeah, and because she's a hardcore princess, she is. but she will be. Bitch she can also. I've seen no her shit. play some video games. <laughs> right. Like. <laughs> She could be a warrior princess. Right, exactly. She's a warrior princess. She's not a wilting flower. She's the one that's going to fuck you up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Connor's going to be the one that's going to be like, don't hurt me. And she's going to be like, boom. Die, (laughs) die, die. die. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right. Anyone have any closing remarks before we move on to our next topic or anything else you feel like you didn't get a chance to say or put out there? Girl power. Those are my boots. Aren't they? No, yeah, they are. No, they're, yes, they are. I have two stripes on the bottom of mine. That's okay. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Do you have to leave? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that way he's hushering you up? Yeah. yeah. Well, when you have to leave, you have to leave. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. No I'll be back. I like a man that fetches your boots, though. That's nice. I gotta teach mine that. Right? I'm impressed. You will not fetch my boots. It was cute that he didn't know which ones were yours, though. They're, they were new. And the funny thing is that he picked them out at the store. Aww. Okay, that's even funnier then. 
<laughs> That's a good time. All right, well, now we're on to another uh, new thing with our show. So last uh, segment, we introduced first of the month, where we talk about where we're going to spend our dollar-dollar bills that we got from our big fatty check. So now we're going to talk about that time of the month. And what happens when you have that time of the month, Summer? Um, I get unnecessarily crabby. Like the little, I can't tolerate the little things. Exactly. So that's what the time of the month is going to be devoted to. All the little crabby things that um, are out there. So um, I'll give a start because, um, you know, it's my show. Yeah. Um, and, and to kind of give you an idea of where we're going. And you can feel free to chime into mine or if you have something that you are bothered by, we can also talk about that. So mine is I am so annoyed. I bet you want to know. Yes, <laughs> kind of. Oh. People passing on viral posts as fact. Yeah. Clickbait. Huh? Clickbait. Clickbait. But not just clickbait. Um, that... IUDs are causing all kinds of horrible things for women. Uh, Gardasil is, like, ruining people's lives. Um, essential oils cure cancer. Oh, nice. That's um, great to know. How about if you wear a hair tie on your wrist, you're going to get a staph infection and have to have a cutout. Things like this where they are rare instances that they are not supported by scientific fact and that people are passing off and then people like start to like bandwagon onto it. Um, somebody had shared one a while back that was someone had an IUD and she was like 22 with like four kids. I'm not kidding. She was very young with multiple children and her IUD had, she had problems with her IUD. And I'm like, probably cause you've been knocked up every year mm -hmm. at a young age. Right. It probably had more to do with that than that you had an IUD. Than the IUD. Because statistically, they are still one of the safest forms of birth control out there. Right. So just because a couple people had nasty infections from not keeping themselves clean or doing proper maintenance, like checking your string and going for your follow-up visits, doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Right. So that's where uh, my favorite, uh, the other one was that really kicked it off was someone had posted in sexual oils. Excuse me. <laughs> Can I interrupt you really quick? Yes. Remind me to bring up my Dr. Luke question to you that I, that I asked Luke yes. last week on the show. Yeah. I want your guys' opinion on it. Yep, Just cool. Just remind me that later. Okay, can yeah. do. Um, someone had posted, they're, they're, essential oils are the new fad cell. I don't know if you've noticed this. Yes. And I'm not, and there's a lot to be said for sensory therapy. Right. Scents can do a lot of things. Um, they can calm you, they can do, you know, energize you, all these other stuff. However, if cinnamon oil cured cancer, we would be curing cancer. Right. Some people that use cinnamon oil might have better results. It might be a mind over matter thing, right. but cinnamon oil does not cure cancer. And so you can't refer to a scientific study on a .NET website from 1991 and try and pass it off as fact. Agreed. Stop it. Right. Stop feeding ignorance, people. Stop it. It's because people just see something and they don't even fully read the article. What We can't even like have 90%, or 90 seconds of our attention span filled mm -hmm. before we're off to the next thing. Right. And that's that's the big problem with the internet is people see one thing and they're like, oh my gosh. Right. Did you see the hair tie? Yeah, I saw the hair tie one. That but one drove me crazy. That's um, for people that didn't see it. A woman had a hair tie on her. Supposedly that's where it stemmed from. But there was no proof because they never actually had the hair tie. What happened was she got a staph infection in her wrist. And it got to the point where it was huge. I'm talking like the size of an egg. Because she had pictures on there. And it was like you could go to her Facebook thing to go through all the surgery. And she was like, I can't believe this happened. And we can't figure out what's wrong. Who lets a lump on their wrist get to the size of an egg before going and getting it checked out? Right. Uh, you know, so obviously she has some sort of bacteria. And the doctor thinks like it could be from having a hair tie on her wrist and getting a, a like, small cut or abrasion. 
um, yeah, how many pe- people wear hair ties on their wrists and how many people have had this happen. Right. Like, you would have to leave that on for a long time, and it would have to be a very dirty hairband, in which case, spring for a 99-cent pack of hairbands. Right. Like, how dirty is the stuff that you're wearing? Right. You know, like, blah, gross. Yeah. So that's my, that's, that's my time of the month. I like it. I, I agree with a lot of that. Um, I think my, my big thing right now is, I'm, I was torn between two of them. The one I'm really irritated sure, with. Okay, the first one is the whole <laughs> Beyonce formation video. <laughs> White people, we need to calm the fuck down. Like, that is... Someone posted it really beautifully, and they were just like, it's not for you. Like... Right. Like, she can make a, a song that promotes black heritage, and that's great. Like, it, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not for you. Like... Right. Just because she's your white icon, like, mm-hmm. that's not her... Just because she's your token thing that I like that's black. Exactly. Um, and I thought SNL did a great call to that and a parody to that, so if you have not watched it, please watch um, SNL's video of um, when Beyonce, like, when white people find out Beyonce is black. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but it just, it irritates me because it's, like, it's so ignorant, like, mm-hmm. to be like, oh my god, she did this in her video. That video was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you... To take it and turn it into, like, that issue, too, like, right. it's just so self-indulgent. Right. And that's what really irritates Blowing me. Like out of proportion kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's like, white people, that's why people hate you. Like, right. <laughs> we overreact as a culture. We do. Um, like, we can't, we can't take anything that's dished out at us. Right. It, it, you know, and I think, too, although it's maybe a slight counterpoint, I think it's hard, too, sometimes, because we can't say anything, either. So, when we do say stuff, it makes it worse. Right. To, you know, like, like if you think about some of the comedians that I love listening to, like, I love Kean Peel, Angela yeah. Johnson, you know, s- things like that. They say stuff on there that a white person could never say. Right. And so, if we, if we said the shit that they said, we would, oh my god, everyone would die. And, you know, some of that's our atonement for past sins. I'm not going to argue right. with that. So, anything we say does get blown out of proportion even worse worse which just it just exacerbates it more than anything but like at the same time like that's what full circle it gets exacerbated because stupid people make comments right exactly stop being stupid and like you're right we we can't say things right now like there are certain things you can say certain things you can't but like it's just not our time to be able to say things and like you gotta wait a little bit when things are more balanced yeah Mm -hmm. we could probably say things but well you know it's one of those things like if if you're a white person that's discriminated at work you can't go in and be like, well, it's because I'm white. Right. <laughs> it, just, it really doesn't work as well as other things. Um, but at the same point, you know, come on, guys. Right. It's like, case in point, look at the Oscars. Look Seriously. at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, do you feel that was a thing? Do you think it was a whiteout, or do you think it was more, like, inadvertent, they weren't really doing it on purpose? That's just what happened. I think I think it was a little of both. I don't I don't think anybody specifically was like we're not going to nominate these people. But I think it's I think in the whole I think it, the Oscars in general is a little dated. Oh yeah, for um, sure. The movies they choose as well too. Oh, like, yeah, after a while, you're like, can you pick one more boring, horrible melodrama? Right, yeah. exactly. So I think it's it's a big overhaul. I'm glad someone called it out, but the whole thing needs to be overhauled because mm-hmm. there's so many other movies that deserve to be nominated for Oscars that maybe aren't as like powerful. Like you right. know. But, but, if you're, but at the same time, if you're if you're telling the Academy what they have to have their opinion be, it, like the Oscars aren't a it's not a merit based award. It's an opinion based no. award. I think right. it's time for a new Academy. Is what I'm saying is I think that Fair a enough. bunch of those 
you know, it is it is a panel of old white dudes. It is. Like, right. there needs to be, it needs to be modernized. It, you need some fresh blood, well, I think. And people to look at things differently because our generation looks at things differently. It's just like when um, the books in school that we had to read for, like, classic literature. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, kids are reading, you know, more modern books in there. They're not just reading only Dickens and only, you know, Emily Bronte and Steinbeck. They're mixing in... Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling and stuff like that. They're mixing in Ender's Game, things like that, because it has to change because classics are new. I just, I just think it's a slippery slope when you have a potential for an opinion-based something or other, such as whether it be the Heisman or Hall of Fame voting or whatever, right. and you start dictating the people that have an opinion-based vote as to what their right. opinion is required. Well, and I didn't see Straight Outta Compton, so I can't tell you about the acting chops in it. So good. Okay, but there are movies out there, tons of movies with amazing actors and actresses that never, ever get called out in the Academy, white or otherwise. Right. So I think there's there's that thing, too. Like, you have to be, a, right now, to get an Oscar, you have to be a certain type of movie, and Straight Outta Compton did not meet any of those criteria. There was not someone that went through a big transformation, which is one of my big pet peeves with the with the with uh, the Oscars. Is the person that wins Best Actor or Actress is the one who went through a physical transformation, which really should go to their makeup artist and not to them, and not to them. You know, like you know, uh, Matthew McConaughey won for losing a bunch of weight. Did you see Monster? Love me some Charlie's Theron. Did you see Monster? Yeah, horrible fucking movie, terrible, bad acting. Her worst job. Ever. Right. Hillary Swank for Miller, Million Dollar Baby. Come on, suck a dick. Right. None of those are that good of acting jobs. Not at all. But they got nominated because it's that kind of movie. For me, too, it was more about, like, Creed. Mm-hmm. Because I thought Creed deserved it. That was, like... Mm-hmm. But it didn't, you know? Like, that was the thing that... I think that because, um... I have no idea what Creed is. That's the Apollo Creed's kid movie. Oh, yeah, with yeah. Uh, okay, with Stallone and uh, Michael B. Jordan, right? Right, Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Um, and like, did, did that movie? Didn't that movie kind of bomb at the box office? No, no, it did. No, it did really well. Um, and what's interesting too is if you look at other awards, like you look at like BAFTA and like the other awards mm-hmm. and even Golden Globes, things like that, like those other movies get recognition, but then they're snubbed at the Oscars too. So there's also right. not a, um. What's the word? Like it's congruency. Yeah, like they're not they're not meshing either, and it's becoming like award shows in general. Their ratings are going so down to begin with. Let's be serious here. I mean, we're we're talking about an award show to where Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio still hasn't won one. Right. It's ridiculous. I mean, so I like the validity of the argument of the award. I understand it's a prestigious thing to get in Hollywood, and everybody would like to have one. Right. But it's. An opinion. I'm just glad people are talking about it. Like, I think that's Um, the big thing. Because I don't think Alan Rickman's ever gotten an Oscar for... No, which is a total shame. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's amazing actors and actresses out there... Right. ...who's who's never done anything and, you know, that don't get recognized. There's a lot of other movies out there. Like, you could say the same thing for, like, well, why... When is a superhero movie gonna gonna win? Right. You know, when's this gonna... It's just, like, there's so much out there and maybe it is dated... Right. But I think it was another one of those, like, we're going to pick this yeah, to to be upset about? The Oscars is a thing to be upset about? Because it's easier, because it's less, pr- it's easier to say, like, uh, like whitewash Oscars, I think that was a hashtag or whatever, yeah. like, um, Oscars so white, that was, yeah. um, which is great for the comedians. Right. Um, but. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. But, like, it, that's an easier thing to, to call controversy to that's also, like, it gets it out there, but it's less. 
hostile, political, political hostile. threatening. Yeah. You know, it's something that calls it. It's just about talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's, if no one said anything about it, that's I think a bigger, a bigger call out. If everyone was just like, oh yeah, no, like that's fine. Like none of these other, you know, like everyone that was white was nominated. Cool. Right. Oh, so man. that's that was my my that was my one my one big one. And the other is was just like people who can't. Like, who refuse to help themselves. That's also my pet peeve right now. Oh, don't yeah. complain, but then, like, if anyone... Don't complain and ask for advice. What has been What has been our hashtag for the last couple days? Hashtag millennials. Hashtag fucking millennials. <laughs> uh, I've I, I talked uh, to several of my friends about, and I don't think I've talked about on the show, um, I went to a conference at work, and there was a guy talking about different generations in terms of career, how people move. And he used, like, the baby boomer generation as they were tree climbers. They found a tree, they got on it, and they climbed to the top. That's what they that's what they did for their career. Well, then you hit Generation X, and theirs was, they were tree hoppers. They go up the tree as far as they could go, and then they jump to another one, and then they climb a little more, and they jump to another one. Well, then you get to Millennials. And Millennials aren't even the goddamn forest. Nope. They're surfing on the beach. And what, what the... And this is where you start to have the people think millennials are shit or people think they have all this potential. And this is why. You've got the, a group of millennials that's sitting on the, sit, they're, they're in the water, they've got their board, they're waiting for that wave. And they're going to catch whatever wave that it is. They might have a degree in theater, they might have a degree in underwater basket weaving, or they might have one in microscience. But what they're going to do is they're going to catch whatever wave they can and go as far as they can and as long as they can. And then they're going to get back up and they're going to catch the next wave. Might not be the same thing. It might not take them to the same place, but they're going to go as far as they can. And then you have the group that's sitting on the fucking beach, not doing shit, wondering why the waves aren't coming to them. And that is where we are at with, with, with the millennials. It's one or the other. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, get up off the chair and help yourself. Exactly. And it's, that's, that's my, as the, the older Millennial, mm-hmm. like, I understand. I too am considered yes. an old millennial. The first millennials, we'll call. Yes. Um, that's what's frustrating too, is because it's you know it's like okay, well, like like I get it. Like you're going through shit right now. It sucks. Like mm-hmm. I've been hungry too, but do something about it. Like why? Like why are you waiting for a handout? Like where did that come from? That's what I don't. I guess I don't. I can't comprehend that. Like uh, I don't either. Like it's. You know, it's like the two dog or the dog sitting between like two food bowls, mm-hmm. and it's like you eat one of them. It doesn't matter which one you go to, but the other dog is like, "No, bring the food bowl to me." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Why?" Like, well, yeah, you're gonna starve. Don't starve. And to get to the situation, I think that's the thing that I find frustrating is that they've allowed themselves to get to a situation where it's that bad. Right. That's what hurt. That's what bothers my mind because, like, I we've we've been pretty damn broke. I know. I've seen me do it. I am poor as fuck. But I don't think I've ever gotten to the point where I had to choose between bills and food. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not the best person with money by any stretch of the means. I'm not claiming that at all. But at the same time, it was like, you find a way to make it work. And these people are refusing to help themselves. Yeah. To go, let's, I need to find something to get out of this. Right. But instead they're like, oh, oh well. I guess I'm just not going to do whatever as opposed to like, fuck that noise. I'm going to go get it. Right. And sometimes you do have to ask for help. I've had to, you know, oh, I've, I've taken some handouts. And, we have you know, too. <laughs> Absolutely. And I haven't done everything myself. I've had support from friends, friends and family. family. We've had right. our, uh, people help us out. Absolutely. And it's, 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 it's humiliating sometimes. And it's, you know, you humbling. kind of feel humbling. 
but you learn from it. And every time now, like the, the more I progress and I think about the first time someone had to really bail me out of a situation, like, um, I had racked up like in the span of a year when I wasn't living with my parents, I racked up, I think like $4,000 in credit card debt, like, because I was on my own and like, mm-hmm. didn't know, do. right. I understand. And you know, they paid it off for me and like, you know, they took care of it. So my credit wasn't hurt and stuff like that. And at the time I didn't fully appreciate it. But now as I look back on it and I think about that every time mm-hmm. and I'm just like, dude, I was so lucky. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that was a big you know, it was yeah. a big thing. And after that too, I even got my shit together and I didn't, I didn't have a credit card for a long time. Yeah. Like, because I was so terrified of doing that again. It's not a bad thing. Right. Um, so are you on your comma? Do you have a, a time of the month to share with us, Jared Sampson, now that you've joined us? Yeah. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Nothing irritates you right now. You're just, Boilers. you loving everyone. Yes. Boilers. Boilers. <laughs> All the boilers. So uh, you said you had a Dr. Luke question to share. Yeah, so I asked uh, Dr. Luke last week, and let me get the, uh, let me pull it up real quick and get the exact uh, question for you. Okay. But um, they talked about it on You're Going to Get a Disease, and mm-hmm. Luke had a really good point. I really like asking Luke questions because he, he tends to have a very sane and thought provoking yes. commentary. So on logical on things that I'm like, right. Mm-hmm. It's, yes. Uh, I'm just trying to pull it up here. Bear with me. So I, I just really appreciate generally what he has to uh, bring to the table when it comes to controversial type topics. We're talking about the same Luke, right? Yes. Yeah, Pascal. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. Yes, of, of uh, you're going to get of, a Z's fame. Yes. 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 And of the great uh, Facebook stories about Clyde and <laughs> Hunt. And, <laughs> and, and every restaurant. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy this. All right, so Dr. Luke, this is what I asked him. I said, Dr. Luke, is the morning after pill a viable form of birth control? And is it, and is, in your opinion... Is it ethical or moral? And then I said, in terms of birth control, I'm talking in lieu of condoms, pill, IUD, etc., etc., not in addition to. So, is it, in your opinion, is it a a valid form of birth control to use in lieu of condoms or other other birth control methods? And then discuss the morality or ethics question of that if you feel there is one. I tried when Jared first Mama posted. Claire. Mama Claire had tried. <laughs> To justify it being a viable form of birth control at first. I had tried to be like, well, you know what? If you're not someone that's very sexual and only has sex like once in a great while, I'm like... And then I was like, no, fuck that noise. If you're someone that only has sex once in a great while, why can't you use a condom? Why can't you use another form out there? Why are you having sex that's risky and unsafe? Because not just the pregnancy aspect, the STD aspect. So no, I, like I wanted, I wanted to be like, yeah, I can see it. And then I was like, fuck, I can't. It just turned around. Like I kept fine. We kept like, I would say something and then it would go, no, wait, nope, nope, never mind. Yeah. I just can't find a viable form for that to be a viable form of birth control. And I'll let you talk and then I'll continue. <laughs> uh, no, I completely agree with you. I mean, one, it's called an emergency contraceptive. Like it's it emergency, mm-hmm. not, not every day. You know, not like, it's not meant to be used as a replacement. Right. It's the equivalent of showing up to a restaurant, like, with, you know, out your wallet and running next door and, like, asking the gas station to lend you, like, 20 bucks so you can pay your bill. Like, like you're showing up unprepared to something you know, like, you're most likely going to to eat. You're going to, like, something's going to happen when you go into that, you know, you order your food. Yeah, you're um, not going to the restaurant going, oh, I'm just going to have a water. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it, it is. It's irresponsible. Like, so I do think it's not a replacement. Right. I thought, I think it's irresponsible and 
irresponsible is really my problem. And the thing is, too, it's not good for your body. It's mm-hmm. not, like, your chunk, like, the thing is, it chunks you full of hormones in order to stop a pregnancy from happening. And the the, the damage you're doing by continuously doing it is insane. It's, right. It's just no, there's no reason to go through it. Um, you started talking about ethical and moral. I have no ethical or moral problems with using uh, the morning after pill at all. Right. Um, and I wouldn't have any, so therefore I don't think I could have any moral or ethical objection to someone using his birth control outside of the stupidity fucking thing. Right. I think it's only just this, the only way it would fall into that moral or ethical is honestly just the fact that then you're opening yourself up to spreading disease back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, HIV, HPV, especially in women is mm-hmm. so like prevalent. Like, Which by the way, folks, in case you didn't know, nothing stops it. Right. Like, condoms aren't even protective. Yeah. Like it, like it literally doesn't even work. Like, like <laughs> right, the clap, anything, her crabs, yeah. like, we we all know, like, most of us nowadays know at least two people probably that have gotten an STD. I know several people recently, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like a one-time thing, like, it happens nowadays a lot more, and it's going to continue getting worse, so that's where it's ethically yeah. irresponsible, I think, because you don't know what you, unless you get tested regularly, right. you also don't know what you could be spreading to somebody. Absolutely. Um, and... I've learned a lot about HPV, mm-hmm. and I feel public service announcement for Mama Claire to share. I have found out that not only do con- are condoms pretty ineffective against it, problem number one. Problem number two is it's not part of STD panels. No. At all. It's not part of them. It's not covered by insurance unless there's a problem. Yep. The only way to find out you have HPV if you're a female is two ways. You have an abnormal pap smear. Yep. Or you're over 30. Yep. There's the only ways you find out because now they're doing DNA testing on pap smears. FYI, people, before when you get a pap smear, they do take cells, they put it under a microscope, and they look at it. If there were weird cells, they test you further. If there aren't weird cells, they just moved on. Well, now they test it. They do DNA testing, and that's where they're finding thousands and thousands of cases. Right. Because of all of this stuff and the change in our medical science. So, like, that's, so, it's not just that. If you're not having sex very often and you're using the morning after pill as a thing, you're still at risk. Right. Even if you know everybody. Exactly. And that was, that's, I think, one of the most interesting things about it was, like, I was like, really? 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 Why is this information not out there? Because I read a lot. Right. It's also something, too, that I think women should not be ashamed of getting because it's literally, like, more common than the cold at this point, I feel yeah, like. like it it's... But you actually said something else, too, that's going to bring us to our next Ask Mama Claire question, which is how we'll end the evening. Yes. And this was, Dear Mama Claire, I've seen lots of things on the internet about the war on pubic hair from a doctor that thinks we should let it grow. What are your thoughts? So this is a, I think this is an interesting one. And the reason why I thought, I thought of, you said crabs. Yeah. We have practically eliminated crabs by shaving our shit off. They're all, they're like an endangered STD. <laughs> if there is such a thing. It's so nice to have. Right. It's such a nice thing to have. We, we've gotten rid of crabs by shaving our stuff. And for those that don't know, there was a doctor that published an article like five years back, like 2011 or something, 2012, about we should, uh, ranting and raving about how we need to stop shaving our pubic hair off. And I did research on it today, like a good person. And her original 
article, st- st- or, um, though she's a doctor, does not link any scientific fact to it. Yeah. There's no statistics on it. She goes through all of these things about how, like, you can get microscopic tears from shaving, and it opens you up to bacteria and infection and STDs. But I have not found anything that gave me, like, people with pubic hair, like, this is the percentage that they get STDs more than without. There were a couple, like, insinuations that there were kind of some loose conclusions, but there was no scientific medical knowledge linked to it. So that, so that was the thing on my thoughts on the war on <laughs> pubic care. care. Um, but I think people's um, grooming habits are their own choice. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where it goes. I personally don't like the unkempt look, but you know, the 70s bush, the 70s bush. I like things a little trimmer and neater. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the thing. Do you have any thoughts, feelings or opinions on it? Um, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a fashion choice. I think it does change through the centuries. Mm -hmm. I would, I would find it very interesting to see how women's pubic hair, uh, designs have changed over the years. Like, I'd love to know, like, did they ever go bare in like, you know, medieval times? Did did you know they used to wear like hair pieces? Yes, (laughs) I did. I did know that. Um, yes. So like, I find, I don't, yeah. Like, I think it's in every individual's choice. And Mm -hmm. I think that's part of what makes, you know, do you think people shave now because they think they have to, or do you think it's a more at this point, a personal choice? Cause that was one of the other insinuations was that we're shaving because we're told we have to. Um, that's funny because literally as you were reading that question, it reminded me, I did the vagina monologues in college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and one of the monologues in there is about pubic hair and how she, like her husband or boyfriend or whatever made her shave it. Yeah. But she was like, no, I like it. I don't think it is that anymore. I think like when it comes to that down there, I Mm -hmm. think women do what they want to do with it. I think we're more in control of our vaginas now than we were before. I agree. I think we own it. I think we see, you know, you see lots of different variations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one of the responses I read too was more about cleanliness, although then they went back to, well, you know, if you're shaving, you're not really clean. And I, I, I'm like, first of all, I beg to differ. <laughs> I, however, uh, I do, do beg to differ because mm-hmm. I personally feel cleaner when I'm groomed. Um, I feel cleaner when I'm groomed mm-hmm. for sure. I shower on a regular basis though. So there's that too. Right. Um, but everyone's going to have their comfort level and thing. And for me, it's totally, it has nothing to do with that's what I think. Like I, maybe at first I might've tried, you know, seeing things out. But then once I did, once I did, I went, no, this is what I prefer. Right. You know, and I'm just too Italian. I have to shave like every day. Like, so I keep it trimmed, but well, it's just, it's, it's a lot of work that I'm not going to invest. Like I'm not going to go seventies, <laughs> but in all honesty, like, you know, like I'm, I can't go all there. Like, unless I get like, electrolysis but I ain't doing it like I don't have the time in the day to like completely shave everything and good for you girls that do like that's <laughs> some well, high maintenance ten episode skin. 14 carpets and drapes carpets and drapes hey. exactly yeah. uh, ten skin has saved my life I'm gonna throw that out that there. is really good that's that's an awesome product if you're a shaver get some yeah. ten skin you can get it off Amazon t-e-n-d mm-hmm. tend and it's um some awesome stuff it's, a, it's got witch hazel and rubbing alcohol in it, and I'm going to share this with the rest of the people. I went into the, I went into my OBGYN for my annual, and he's up in the stirrups, and he, he told me to put, I'm not shitting you, hand sanitizer on, the, on, on, on razor burn. He goes, it'll sting, but it'll make sure you, you clear up any bumps, which is kind of what 10 skin is, because it's got alcohol and witch hazel well, in it, but I was like... It's so like just rub some hand sanitizer and take care of that. And I'm like, hey, 
thanks, Dr. Kater. I thought that was hilarious that he told me, like, I'm like, thanks for pointing out my bikini bump, but, right? you know, whatever. Um, I like a, I like a nice V, like, to almost, like, landing strip V, like, so, like, a baby. A, a baby V. A baby V. Well, I laugh, too, because, like, I am, though I'm Italian, I have no hair. I am a very sparse yeah, I hate hair person. Um, if I try and leave, like, a landing strip, it looks like I have a weird, like, like, it looks like I missed a spot. Because it's just, like, PC. Uh, yeah. It looks funny. Like, it does. And Mine grows in thicker than the head on my hair. Like, it just, <laughs> it's its whole nother beast. It's I'm, all... like, Groucho marks down there. I'm, like, Jesus, where did this come from? <laughs> right. I can't. I, every, every time I'm, like, yeah, I'm going to leave a landing strip. And I'm, like... I no. also think, too, with my body shape, I think it looks better on me. Like, that's the haircut that suits my vagina. And I think there everybody's body shape is different. Some people look great natural. Like, that fits their body shape, too. Right. But it's, like, the difference between getting a bob or, you know, like, a pixie cut. Like, some body shapes can't, you know? Right. I think it's it's a personal choice. And the main thing that, that my advice to people in their pubic hair region is basic body cleanliness. Don't right. use harsh soaps and chemicals. Make sure you're showering on a regular basis. Make sure right. you're going for, for health checkups. Health checkups encounter your whole body, including down below the belt. That is how you keep that region good right. and clean and free of disease. And you can give it a trim if it's not. If you like a 70s bush, it can be a trim 70s bush, you know. Right? Exactly. I, I'm, I'm all, I, I think more than anything, people should should be trimmed. I, we expect people to trim their hair and their face and everything else. Like, that's part right. of grooming. Groomed is good. Yes. Groomed. But now what about, and I'll pose this to Jared too, manscaping, which has also become a big a big thing, is the men trimming their ball hair and shaft to almost like complete, there's the completely gone or there's just keeping it trimmed. Mm-hmm. I prefer, which is funny because I, I, I like to go, I, I'm a bear girl. Sorry, TMI. I like mind stuff gone. Gone. I, can, I don't mind it short, but I like it like super short or gone. I don't like when men shave. Completely. Not. Completely. I don't. Hold on. Hold wait. I like shaved balls. I don't like when the other part is completely shaved. I like it trimmed. Oh, you mean the, trimmed? The, the, the yes. Fupa? You know the, the fupa gone? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, because it, men's hair is coarser. Right. And it's rough. I don't mm-hmm. like when that's trimmed. And even Just like your mother likes it even super trimmed, like where it's like buzzed, is too rough. Like the military haircut for the military. dick. Right. Yeah. But I don't want to have to like dig. To find anything, yeah, you know, like so, keep keep it tr- keep it a oh, little trimmed, but this not. This might be the most yeah. risque conversation that's ever been had on any of the podcasts. You think? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I agree with you though. I think when it's completely bald, it just it. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, like I don't know. It's something. It's something missing. Um, especially too, because like. Okay, so like guys too are generally hairy sometimes. Like, like in their fire, you've got those like happy trails that a lot of yes. men have too. So it's also then when you have like no hair on the shaft and like you know any like above right. the fupa or whatever you call it, you know, um, and then you have this happy trail. Like it's weird. It's like it just stops. <laughs> right. You need yeah. So either you let it to, let it yeah. come. Yeah. Let it let it flow. Let, let it, it flow. Yeah. Yes. Let it go. Yeah. yeah. But. uh... Good deal. So, so I'm just curious. <laughs> I, was, I was curious how you felt. Do you feel pressure to manscape? No, I just prefer it. Do you, really do you like it trim? Do you like it bald? Do you like it 70s? Do you I, have, do you have a girl preference? And do you have a preference for you? Uh, I I don't like like even I mean you guys know me like it takes me forever to like grow a beard. I mean this is like damn near what 36 hours worth of stubble. I mean. Still better than my husband. (laughs) So it's like, I mean, I just like, I manscape because, for me, because Mm -hmm. I like the way, I just feel 
better. I appreciate it. Whatever you want to call it. I I appreciate you. You're welcome. I just prefer it that way. Um, Lady-wise, I prefer a vagina, so I'm not picky. (laughs) It's like, I'm never going to be like, oh, man, I wish it was like this, you know. Um, But if I had to pick... It really depends. Honestly, it really depends on the girl. Yeah. So same like a haircut. It really does. I mean, like, mm-hmm. look, through the through the course of my travels as a young man, yeah, I I have met women that should have shaved. Yeah. That didn't. Uh huh. And ones that, and I've also Did, had very good experiences, to. also with ones that didn't. That was fine. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of. There's a potential for things to kind of hang out mm-hmm. if it's not like I, beefy I vagina, huh? You're talking about the beefy vagina? Yeah. Well, we no, watch no, no, porn. No, 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 I'm not, oh, no, no, no. no I'm talking like, about no. like about like a, a girl like. There can be some funk if we're not if we're not sh- yeah, if we're not showered. Oh, uh, yes. Right. So like if you're gonna have if you're gonna have hair, have it well kept. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't you don't go forever long without a haircut or a trim or anything. Right. Keep your keep your shit. Together, but mm-hmm. I don't care if it's there or gone yeah. or whatever. If you had the same vagina, and you had to pick between no hair, like a hat, like some hair, and completely bush, gone. So, gone. See, yeah. that, that's that's a better question though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not. Yeah, not like, not that you wouldn't I, I not remember, that you wouldn't take the other one. Remember, right? Remember, remember <laughs> I'm a child. You can't be like, what do you want to have for lunch? Um, All the things. Everything. Would you rather have grilled cheese or a sloppy Joe? Grilled cheese. Yeah. Exactly. Unless I'm making the sloppy joe, then I'll have sloppy joe. <laughs> Crazy? Or is that a euphemism or something? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys both so much well, who's for... Joe? Who's Joe? I don't want a sloppy joe. Uh, <laughs> thank you both for joining us. And Vicky, wherever you shall be out in the uh, stratosphere, um, thank you for joining us as well, even though you're gone and left us and abandoned us in the middle of the show. I know. I think you want to come back for more. It's, like, this. really rude. I'm just throwing that out there. Call her yeah. bitch. Call her bitch. No. She no. can come back anytime because she's She's awesome. just one of those damn young millennials. Just bring her out with <laughs> Though she be tiny, she is mighty. Yes. Something along those lines. Sorry, Shakespeare. I fucked up your line. It's like she almost has a rocket launcher or something. <laughs> Anyways, don't forget to listen to all the other great shows out there on the Disease Network. You're going to get a Disease, our flagship, uh, Something Gate, featuring uh, Jared Sampson as well as Stephen Michael Barda. Three named serial killer. Right, exactly. Um, That Just Happened, oh God, and yes. Dust Drunks, and all of the other rando things like mosh pits and people ranting and raving about um, Captain America <coughs> Summer. So, uh, <laughs> so right. Exactly. Uh, so thank you all, and have a good week. Bye! Bye! Bye. <laughs>